Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. I feel like I was about to get into it. Yeah. I know. Very chill. Does it? Uh, well, you'll find out at the end of this Hat Chat oh, episode. <laughs> episode geez. 87, in fact, with your hosts, Chris Trott. Ross Hornby. And Alex Smith. Hello. It's my Hello. voice. It's not quite a whole week because we recorded this a day early because of reasons. I'm away tomorrow yeah. and that's our usual yeah. day. Uh, but we set... A task. I set a task mm. myself. Mm-hmm. And people are just eagerly anticipating whether I <laughs> crumbled <Yeah. laughs> social media-wise. Um, right, okay. None of you give a shit because I wasn't on social media and you forgot I existed. So, um, yeah, I stayed off it. But you didn't, though. What do you mean? You posted three stories on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had commitments. I mean, you had commitments, but you still used it. I felt like you were it's hard. very it's hard eager not to. to then... I know I was. So I knew you were going to say you so didn't c- use it. But you don't use it normally. And so, like, I, it was actually, if anything, you used it more than you previously do. I don't see you post often. Yeah, well... I just found that. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that, true. But I didn't doom scroll, which is the important no. thing. Okay. Like, the, the yeah. mental health deteriorating uh, endless scroll of looking at negative stuff and... Mm consuming shit and then coming away from it in a dazed mess of like what did i just do with that half an hour of my time um yeah i didn't do that but yeah i did Did i had contractual obligations to post things on my social media because that's my job and Mm. yes i fulfilled those things so technically i did break it by posting on instagram thank you ross Um, obviously i didn't i didn't go along with it because i saw your post hence why i you know (laughs) you saw it I used social media that uh, that week, so yeah. How did it feel? Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to use it less. To be fair, I did use it less. Um, but we also... Oh, look. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's freezing on the on the cameras. If you watch this on the Hatch uh, Hat podcast you get some amazing uh, on YouTube, stills. you get to see some amazing stills of our faces. <laughs> or my face mainly freezing in the most awkward way possible but yeah no um yeah i did use it use it and um we posted a couple of videos uh which isn't really the same as what you're describing as doom scrolling which obviously is yeah you know not the best um i still kind of wake up and i actually open up the news app first before i do anything which i don't know if that's worse because it's still kind of of doom scrolling just as bad because it's like a filtered like i'm looking for something that's happening and it's happening (laughs) and it's bad Good mm. luck with that. Um, so, yeah, a lot of Ukraine-Russia uh, news yeah. was the thing that was occupying my week instead of mm-hmm. people's really shit days or, you know, negative drama on social media. Instead, it's like, yeah. there could be a world war. <laughs> so. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, so will they, won't they uh, situation. Oh, well, they're saying they're leaving, but is they there had a video of them leaving, leaving, but so a lot more of troops got deployed. Curiosities secretly mm. uh, well i don't want to even assume nah. i know anything about the details of it um but and now yeah. people are doom listening so let's let's move on what, what about you smith did you manage to avoid it obviously you said just before we went live um, yeah i did you avoid it nice how, how did that? that feel yeah good 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think what you said, Ross, about the you opening the news app when you first wake up, I usually do mm. that with Twitter because oh, okay. in, initially I started using Twitter as a way to get news new from source, various yeah. news sites on a, on a feed, right? And it's just turned mm. into something else completely now because they've changed the way the app works in order to show you the things that you engage with more often and it turns out we quite often engage with things that make us unhappy you can um, change it to times as in like but that's only how now. they display that's maybe, they, they yeah. still give recommendations when you use chrono chronological ordering they right. still they still give you and serve you information it's just yes it's in time order but they're still choosing what what to show you based on recommendation algorithms anyway yeah. i stopped doing that every morning mm-hmm. which was good um i found the in the moments that I, I I broke my like cycle of in my moments of downtime when I've not got something to do, just opening and looking at my phone and scrolling through crap, like you say, like doom scrolling. I've stopped that for the week, which I think again has been positive because it's just, it's almost like CBT, you know, it's almost like it, it's breaking habits that have no real benefit to me. <clears throat> um, but I've done them because it's something to do as they say or like you know it's it's that little like micro buzz you get each time you see something yeah exactly so no i've really enjoyed it i think it is i what's the the one time today so the the poll i wanted to ask my twitter followers which like um campaign race i should play in the new warhammer game i was like well these look quite cool i wonder what everyone's thinking i want to use like the hive mind to get like an aggregate of you know because usually they'll say stuff like oh this race is a bit meh or yeah you can play this one but it'll change the way the game works you know it'll give me insights Mm -hmm. and um that's quite useful uh but that's that's really one of the only times i've thought man because i've still been opening youtube i've still been using youtube i guess social media is it it depends how you quantify it but it's broad isn't it but like yeah yeah. Using Twitter less, um, I guess Reddit is yeah a big one. But. Yeah, yeah. I ha- so I had like a five minute time limit on all of those apps. So if I needed to open it for any particular reason, that was you know like pr- I wasn't doing any doom scrolling at all. I didn't want to open it for like recreational reasons. But for example, say I needed to talk to Pyrian on Twitter, instant messaging because he's on some armor thing with me at the weekend. I was like, um, that was that was one time I used it for the five minute window. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's good. It is challenging. It does give you challenges, especially if you've got a job a bit like ours or if you're trying to organize something that you'd usually use those websites for. Definitely. But I do mm-hmm. think it's 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 not really that difficult. I'm surprised how quickly that time has gone where I haven't been using Twitter and Reddit and, and Instagram. I don't think I use that much, though. Like, I usually spend on my screen time, I'm usually between one and two hours on social media each day. So I don't think... That is particularly high. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a lot of time that I want back. But, I mean, yeah, social media is a lot of interaction tools, isn't it? So Yeah. I think it's changed a lot since we've mm. been doing a lot more, like, on the channel and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah. Like, we've just been busier. Yeah, yeah. have time to look at it. So, obviously, yeah. the last couple of years when we're just, you know, in your homes, you just end up, yeah, looking at your phone more. Mm. It keeps you but in bed have, as well, have, like, in the morning. Yeah, it does. It does. Exactly. I found a couple of times that I've gone just to do the next thing I was planning on doing sooner than than that. That's something I definitely know where I'm just like, well, I'm not going to fucking scroll through Twitter. So what was the next thing I needed to do? You know, like that. I think that's a good thing. Um, I think yeah, you no, naturally put blockades in the way of like effort. And I yeah, think yeah. social media is that easy access. Like I want to mm-hmm. feel like dopamine right now. So I'll open this. Oh, I'll wait a minute before I get up. I'll just look mm-hmm. through this first because that makes me feel good. And then exactly. I'll get up. And then half an hour later, you're like, oh, I feel like shit. I should really get up now. And then you start your day like that. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. that's, that's been a big uh, positive mm-hmm. for me. It's just like, mm-hmm. my God, though, I've got like 11 years of instinct, like thumb thumb yeah. muscle memory exactly you're having to break behaviors is yeah. why, why it's important because you don't naturally break behaviors until you try to because then yeah. your behavior right like and so yeah it's interesting to to have that break um because your brain starts to like learn learn those habits doesn't it like if you keep as in and, and that's how your brain starts to function so like you know as in 
there are these like rapid peaks and troughs of attention essentially right or like rapid peaks and troughs of like micro pleasure from from um scrolling or whatever versus a more sort of stable like you know say you're doing something that takes a bit of time that gives you satisfaction that's a longer release and it creates i think just a probably a more sort of even mind even you know like i don't know it's you hope so yeah you'd hope so i, th- I don't yeah. know i feel better for it I was, the first you few. mentioned um last week about reddit being inactive and um, people have actually been posting a lot more obviously oh, you haven't been using it in the good time for it um <laughs> but yeah like people actually have been using it more which is uh really appreciated so thanks for uh getting mm. involved in that aspect especially with like schlogs coming out and um you know the dead nuts stuff recently so yeah yeah um thanks for getting involved and the Dead Nuts, if you don't know what that is, is uh, a yes, band that we have formed um, back in 2019, 2018, I guess, technically. I guess so, yeah. Uh, One of the Jingle Jams, right? With the Jingle Jam charity streams Spurred of the year, off. we do a music stream and we decided let's make it a funny band. And then we decided to make that a thing one year and try and make an album in that form. Uh, yeah. That kind of went well. And then we did a Yog Kong gig where we kind of pulled that together that went very well and we're like let's just capitalize on this and do a tour because that would be fun and then covid happened and it got delayed twice and it's still happening it's happening this march so if you are interested in getting it uh a ticket for it it's in bristol birmingham manchester and london tickets are still available just search for d-e-d-n-u-t-z that's how you spell dead nuts uh tour and then the relevant place and i assume google will do the rest <laughs> yeah uh to get you to the right place um but yeah if people want a taste of what that's like uh we've been doing some streams on our twitch uh channel yeah. as well so um you can check some of those out as well of us yeah. rehearsing so um yeah well we're actually fillers because dead nuts are a very professional rock band and we're just yeah, the studio yeah. musicians using their instruments right now to warm <laughs> those instruments up gotta keep them in service yeah yeah gotta keep them in mm. service so it should be fun. I've had fun doing the yeah. practices, actually. And uh, we're not as rusty as yeah. we thought we were. A bit more fluid now, yeah, which, which mm. is good. Um, Getting there. We've got, like, what, 21 tracks? 21 play, tracks. Is, feels like quite a lot. It sounds like a lot, although some of them are short. Some of them are really long. Some could uh, be endless. Some are endless. Yeah, some yeah. just can keep going. But um, It's yeah, going it to be, be part good, good performing music as a, a band that isn't necessarily musicians. Uh, yeah. Part stand-up improv comedy. That's how I see it. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, a chance to see us fuck about with instruments, yeah, which is yeah. always fun, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, I think on yeah, Wikipedia, is it Wikipedia that says we're a band? Remember when we did that yeah. theatre thing, the wine or cheese live? Oh, my God, yeah. And everyone was just like, that wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was very rushed, though, wasn't it? It was like very much just like we didn't have long to plan it. And yeah. It's something I wouldn't watch back. They wanted Myself? you can't. I, I can't. I don't it's, want to. It's, I haven't found it anywhere. But like, um, it's on our channel. It's on our on channel. Our channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking hell! I haven't watched it in years. But um, it's quite funny. It's like obviously, like if you don't expect have any expectations, it's funny because it's dumb and kind of shit. Stupid. I'm wearing dumb costumes. I'm wearing like these weird Shakespearean yeah. pants and pantaloons, or whatever they are. The lighting guys and had yeah, no idea. Like on the day, we would like. Yeah. I, it could go anywhere and maybe we want some green lights for this bit but just like just play with it honestly um so it was like an improv theater piece yeah. where i'm guide smith the narrator and i was guided through an adventure and ross was like all the things that i'll come up against basically yeah. and the audience get to decide which way to go which is our wine or cheese mm-hmm. things like which which way do you start um for the audience there it was quite entertaining but like as a filmed experience probably not yeah yeah that, that, did, that, they, did anyone else do a this... show no I, no I mean and they, 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 they basically right. marked it around that yeah that's like that's where it yeah. came from they're like we need something to sell tickets to um but like uh the i'm just watching some clips of it the bit at the end where like everyone's in like black costumes and they've got these like rubber animal hats on and it's yeah. swaying and getting all weird it's a it's a shroom nightmare yeah. that's what it is it's a it's 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 horrible in some instances but um yeah, yeah weird funny little thing we did once that was in 2016 17 oh, i don't know what year that was uh, 2016 2016 okay there you go so mr sam was one of the freaky animals as well he was oh really nice. yeah and harry wasn't he yeah, yeah. And harry yeah. harry harry boy 
Yeah. Old video. Was, so good luck old, with that. Yeah. Classic. Um, but yeah, anyway, going back, you know, uh, I was off social media. I don't know if you talked about that. Um, but you did mention that, yeah. The first few days, I think Smith had the same thing. You just go through your phone looking for other apps that <sighs> could pique your interest. And I came across uh, a really old app I have, which was my diary one, which I started okay. when I first got an iPhone. And wow, that okay. app has stayed online somehow this whole time. And I looked did at you it. fill it out? I filled it out for like... Up until I did uh, the Keith Chegwin um, oh, right, okay. work experience. Yeah. So it was like second Quite year of now. uni, I guess. Um, yeah, 2009, 2010. I was still in my old home, like on a summer holiday break. And I started like, oh, I woke up today feeling great. And I've got this cool new iPhone. Like, um, you can download apps on it. And like, I wonder how many apps i'm gonna get and like oh i've already noticed that these are quite expensive like how many am i gonna buy and yeah. it was uh you could see the the downfall of like i'm on twitter every day and this was like 2010 the beginning yeah so it's yeah, it's kind of nice you've got that, that yeah. perspective though like, yeah i i do like that like you're able to look back and see a completely different perspective of of how you saw something that that's although really valuable you say that I have photos yeah. which are from my first iPhone, which was, I believe, iPhone 4. Mm. Still on my phone now. As in, like, I've just not deleted, I've just not gone through them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some I've deleted, just, just yeah, sure, clearing space. But, like, that's probably, in, a, in, a, in essence, a form of diary, right? So, there yeah. are some yeah, yeah, elements definitely. there. But, um, yeah, I've not, I've not really deleted any of that stuff. So, I do have mm-hmm. a nondescript diary there. Of, yeah. Like, my dogs and stuff. But did you write much? How long were you writing for? long time i was pissed off with the family and the dogs looking after the oh, dogs really? all okay. the time like god they keep shitting in the house <laughs> um trying to motivate myself to finish um the video we did um we were was working like, on a documentary at the time was it the was it the hag syndrome or was this because this is the second it's year, the right? facebook so which, one which i don't know if i want to <laughs> name oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. the facebook well, I was one with on the vfx of that like going through the monitor and stuff i was like oh i achieved mm. that for the first time but it's really hard working out a new piece of software um which yeah. i don't really understand that was actually a fun project that, yeah i mean it was dumb we were doing i'm surprised like, we had the motivation to do it because we did we couldn't get the um get well we had to get the gear in summer right because yeah. everyone else was using we were it doing it all remotely time. as well the edit stuff you're doing sound effects at the time turns out yeah. and i was doing yeah. the vfx uh for it so that was interesting and then i went on the work experience and then it just like fell apart because i was doing like 14 hour shifts and yeah. i was like and, and didn't, having to tr- didn't you break down on the way to driving there one day or something yeah. like that yeah with an actor in the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's break down, you mean the car Sorry, broke down no, not just an emotional breakdown you your, your car just stopped <laughs> yeah, i had working. a right. shitty old uh red polo which was my granddad's because my other car broke as well um and i used that and i was the runner so i had to get the actors from the train or the hotel some days and i oh, was shit. picking up like the main cast on some days i like, might have been picked up at a piece of shit like that you'd be like oh this isn't a high budget I mean, production they were in this film so they should have expected that kind of so susanna yeah, fielding was who was like... in doctor who um was one of the ones i picked up uh early in the morning heading into a really busy roundabout um in london <laughs> and my car just cuts out and I just start (laughs) drifting into the roundabout (laughs) just trying to like steer the car around the roundabout trying to restart it it has an old manual clutch choke so I had to like pulling that thing in and out just like stalling on the roundabout and I managed to get it going again and uh, Mm. play it off very cool it's like sorry about that. That was um, I've got a really shitty old car, and she was just laughing about it. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's probably a good similar start to a work day. I have a similar story, mm-hmm. yeah, but involving um, not cast, but like um, cameramen, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> nice. but driving through central. And um, so at the time, my car was a bit fucked as well, like similar, to, well, not similar to yours, but like basically, the, it wouldn't hold the revs because of right. like a sensor. So I had to like just gently push the accelerator <laughs> slightly so it wouldn't die. 
in traffic if I had to stop, yeah. which was the it worst. Wasn't idling. Yeah. No, it wasn't idling properly. There was yeah, something. Yeah. There was a lambda sensor or something that was fucked, and I had to drive through central London, which was horrible at the time because it was what year was it? I was. Mm-hmm. So when I did um, the work uh, work experience for the um, royal family, royal wedding, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was driving a couple of um, camera dudes uh, who were just like cramped in the back of my, um, it was a 318, a BMW 318. Uh, and the back, is it's only a two door. So the back, there's not much space. And they had all these camera gears in the, in the front. Uh, and these guys were pretty big as well. And they had they, they'd just come back from Iraq, I think, because they all had like these big burly beards. And they said that it's the, that's the best way to kind of, yeah, I don't know, be, you know, subtle in a yeah. country like that. So they were like, yeah, we, just, we don't normally look like this. They, they were t- kept telling me. I was like, okay, sure. But um, yeah, in the middle of like London, I'm just like constantly losing revs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's just part of the car. It's just, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I could figure it out. I could figure it out. If I rev hard enough, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, fuck me. I was like panicking constantly because I'd never driven through central London before. Um, I think this was second year. This was probably similar time when you were doing your Kill Keith um because i think it was in fact yeah same summer yeah we all had to do work experience at the same time yeah. so yeah uh, did you get paid for yours no i had milk they charged me 40 me. quid 40 quid yeah but but i found out the pe- oh it was um two weeks 40 quid <laughs> for two like, weeks work yeah you may as well have torn it up in front I know, of your I was faces just like, oh. like that is How a did justify the 40 quid i don't know because they paid uh other people who were also in our course like 100 and something I was like, why did you not? <laughs> Even then. Uh, and I think like... they were annoyed because I asked, because I think I was asking for fuel money because they asked me, they, I was ferrying around their cameraman. And I was yeah. like, well, I just need a bit of fuel money just to cover the costs. Yeah. And so they just didn't pay me as much as everyone else. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. They literally took... techni- I technically did more. I was going around, <laughs> like taking them around yeah. to central London to get these camera shots and stuff. And yeah, but um, it was a fun experience. Apart from that last bit, because I, I confronted <laughs> the guy about it. He was just like, yeah, sorry, it's just the way it is. I mean, I don't need to pay you anything. I was like, ah, yeah, I guess not. I mean, I signed up for it, but that's work experience for you. You never know. Slaves. <laughs> yeah. That's but, I mean, it was a fun experience. It was fun. It's backed on work experience university students. Yeah. The whole thing runs on us making teas and picking up crew and doing all the manual labor that yeah. the people that have risen above that and now shouts at those people uh they work yeah. for them there's zero power in the situation if you go well well you, you, you've lost me then i'm, I'm gonna go somewhere so okay we'll replace you in a heartbeat yeah but that's just the brutality of, of, of the industry there's you know it's the same in many industries where it's just like yeah if you're literally you can't really you don't have any say basically uh-huh. so yeah very um disheartening but oh well just had a quick Google of Susanna Fielding and uh, oh, nice. okay. you've heard her in Forza Horizon 2, 3, 4 and 5 as the DJ what? voice of the in-game radio. So there you go. But we don't yeah. have that on. And, What's and you've her name? seen her in that Alan Partridge show where they do a one show. She is in that for She's the pre- co-presenter. Yeah. yeah. That This time with Alan Partridge. Yeah. Yeah. Who's She's this on person? Black Mirror as Carol. This, she was in Kill Keith. Nose, What's her name? Susanna Fielding. Ah, thank you. She's also in the Cockfields, which is a lesser-known sitcom, a bit like the Royal Family. Wouldn't recommend it, to be honest. <laughs> it's a bit miserable. No, had I not had meh. incredible skill to steer my car out of this extremely dangerous situation, she would not have made any of that stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's. Do- I mean, she's doing well now, eh? Yeah, so. yeah, I recognise her. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. But you got to start somewhere. Kill Keith. Kill good Keith. beginning. It's where you could have been. You could have been sat next to Alan Partridge. I could have been there, um, but instead, I mean, in that Alan Partridge were... thing, I mean, I know Alan Partridge's stuff is very successful, but like, yeah, she's definitely in that like British TV groove of like, you know, yeah, like you say, like the royal family used to be and stuff like that. The sort of like yeah. shot on digital and it looks shit and we don't care kind of groove. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like you said, she was in a uh, Black Mirror, but of, of course, again, there's a lot of famous British act- actors and mm-hmm. stuff in those as well. So. And sometimes they can look terrible too. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like I really find the Black Mirror is it's a real roll of the dice as to like the style. Mm. Um, and My I, favorite I, one is the I, one they filmed in Iceland. That was so good. Which is what's Iceland? the plot? Um, it's at oh, the beginning. They they hit a cyclist. Right. Um, they kill a cyclist after like a night out. 
Yeah. And then um, they cover up the murder and then the woman becomes really successful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He comes back feeling guilty and then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember. remember the name of the episode, but it's really well shot. Like yeah, amazing it's... drone shots. Like hmm. there's a lot of Black Mirror, it's which is Iceland just, yeah, as well. well yeah, shot, but looks incredible. Well, we're at the halfway point of Hat Chat, so uh, mm-hmm. we'll now take a brief ad break. Obviously, patrons and other people will not get one. So see you in a second. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's right, wow. we're back. Welcome. That was almost perfectly on 24 minutes, but it wasn't quite. So there you I go. I know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> welcome back. How about I give some hypotheticals in the form of would you rathers at you? Sure. Yeah. Smith yes. Throw us a would you rather. <laughs> so okay is that, that good, would you rathers? I'm wondering what he's going to get. These, well, from you, have you got a list of stuff um, I've got curated the from Patreon somewhere? chosen ones. Thank you, Patreon. Okay, for what have what what our... Okay. Fine, the top one chosen is would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Yeah, uh, believe uh, lose the ability to lie, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite yeah, easy. I think so. Yeah. Because do you need to lie that hard in order to believe everything you're told? Mm, That's terrifying. No. That's quite an easy one. Um, yeah. Ross, unless you have a counter. I was going to say, it brings into that that whole discussion. I don't know if we had it on a head chat or probably a, a Twitch stream at some point about um, uh, the Ricky Gervais film. Was it? Where uh, the Invention lie? of Lying. Yeah, yeah. And how like some like some stuff just doesn't need to be said. But then some people argue that they're telling the truth just by um, being blunt and honest and you know not having any emotions about it. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely rather not believe everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's there also my... Aliens are real, Ross. I sh- sh- what? The government. No way. Where are they? Are uh, we aliens? We're aliens. <laughs> all right, this one then. You ready? Would you rather lose all of your money you've earned this year, or lose all the memories you've gained this year? Hmm. I, I feel <laughs> memories I've gained this year. Well, we've only earned two months worth of money, and we've only earned two months worth of memories. I mean, you'd have to say money because wiping your memory. Just feels dangerous. like such a counterintuitive thing. Part of me feels like I've already forgotten, though, so maybe I should have the money. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I can easily wipe well, my own memory. Do you know what? We're in an advantageous position where we've actually filmed a lot of the things that are probably quite memorable, so I'm yeah. going to take the money. He's taking the <laughs> money. I'm going to go back and watch the back. videos. <laughs> I've like, oh, look, there's actually a lot of, uh, mm. especially with the schlogs recently, we actually mm. kind of... Wipe my know, brain. A visual diary. Take it away... And then I don't need to know the details. Crucial stuff gone, but it's been a yes, January, February, you know. They are shit months uh, normally. This month has been well; these few months have been pretty good. But like normally of the year, it's like fucking January. Like it's it's. I feel like we could pick up where we left off if we lost our memories. Like we got enough people around us to be like, yeah. Do you remember that you got that appointment coming up? And also, you're on antibiotics right? right now. You should really keep taking those tablets. Um, just this year yeah right okay just this year so we kind of mm-hmm. tricked it a little bit if i'd done that in december last mm, year would that be a different big, story big i think so the whole year the whole year i uh at the moment as well it's more tempting because like nah i think things just still happen to you i don't want to lose my memories no take the money fuck it i mean obviously it might put me in some pretty difficult positions but not I mean I know there are these supposed upsides to it but think about all the other non-entertainment based downsides of <laughs> losing your fucking memory it's probably for two a few months. things were literally forgetting that would be quite important of course uh, yeah 
Probably. <laughs> well, that, if anything, that backs up the fact that you should just go for it. You've already forgotten. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out what I've forgotten. Uh, yeah. By wiping it all. Uh, yeah, okay. So there's that one. All right. If you don't like those two, this one will be really thought-provoking. You ready? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Would you rather eat a stranger's toenail clippings once a week or have everything smell like rotten eggs? Toe clippings. It's the toenail clippings. The smell, like... <laughs> You'd have to get into some a routine just... of, like... Fucking hell, it's Monday. But then, I yeah, like, <laughs> so clippings. If everything smells of rotten eggs. I mean, I'd, I'd, choose, I'd choose that in a blink, in a heartbeat, I'd eat the toenails. I mean, if you just want me to say, I'd eat toenails once a week. Can I blend them up and put them in a, yeah. in a shake or something? Like It'll be, become like a medicine. Because it's the medicine for the rotten egg smell. Yeah. And so I'm kind of thinking, well, yeah, it's a small price to pay. Back. If you miss yeah, that's a actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's, you have um, to eat the toenails. This is the form. Do you get to? Do you have to? Do you get sent like a picture of the stranger? Like, is it going to be like a really off-putting? Like, there'll be just... a little picture, you know, like on yeah. cigarettes, where they show you like the consequences of yeah. your actions. The For same some... thing, but like the worst image of that person possible. Their toenails. This would be an excellent curse for like a role-playing game where you're like you yeah everything smells like rotten eggs unless you find somebody to give you their toenails each week and so like each week <laughs> you have just to clip them off too like you go to the inn to find somebody who's that who's got gonna extra give you their long nails that need clip yeah. you could just do a the pedicure business yeah, that'd could. be an easy way to you do could. it you could maybe that's oh, what i'd hate to do that i hate feet keeps so you young much. you hate feet like toenails and ugh it's all just gross, and I'd have to be like, <laughs> I, I, I'd give you the extra stinky ones as well, Trot. Oh. I'd give you the ones that like really have a hum to them because they're like degrading, it's you know. Fungus. Yeah, delicious. Dirty. Only There'll the be a delicious. week or two where I'm just like, I can't do it this week. Just give me mm. the rotten egg smell. Well, for exactly, a week. and you'd endure it for a while until you're like, right, grind <laughs> I'll up. I'll eat some. the toenail. Yeah, just Damn grind it. them down and put them in a glass of water. That's that's a good suggestion. No, like they have to be eaten whole. They have to be solid whole like a tablet. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to have a miserable day once a week. That's for bloody sure. I'm going to have a uh, miserable time. stuck in my throat time. like a fishbone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Oh, here comes the big toenail. This is the, my least favorite of the bunch. <laughs> it's stuck right in my throat. I can feel it. I'm just trying to clear it. When yeah. did they last no, clip no, their I toenails? Mean, it's been years. But I do it's hate really the smell one. of rotten eggs. Like As a kid, I never used to like eggs. And, and, and apparently my mum used to get rashes every time she ate them. So there's a good chance I'm probably a little bit allergic to them. But I like them now. Um, and... Yeah, no, I, I used to really hate the smell of eggs. I still do hate mm. the smell of, like, a hard-boiled egg. Like, that stinky, stinky yeah, egg smell. nice. Um, I don't remember the last time I smelt rotten eggs, though. Yeah, Other than yeah. the actual synthetic rotten egg smell, mm. like, from, I don't know. Those, those jelly shop beans? Style, those jelly like those, beans. Yeah, maybe. We've eaten it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's sulfurous. Like, yeah, sulfurous smell is the smell, isn't yeah. it, really? But, um, yeah, it does, it'd be horrible. Be yeah. a horrible experience. Um, but, but you're going to be doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're going to be... It's going to happen. That's next week's challenge. Um, yeah. We're all beating mm-hmm. strangers. Birthday challenge Where we source them is entirely sealed. up to us. Yeah. Toenail Swiss. munches. <laughs> Look forward to your birthday video coming up. You're going to get cursed. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to eat toenails. <laughs> Would you like animal hoofs, perchance? I've got a few of them. Um, they smell horrible. Those... <laughs> A soda, like Murphy will just chomp into those bad boys and yeah. when he gets more wet and like soggy yeah. the smell do you imagine what, so what demon gooch smells like is what it quite a musky smell, smell? well is no it it's like, like a... it's, when you drive past like a farm yeah that's like, stanky like, strong smell chicken farm like, well. kind of <laughs> yeah. farmyard smell that's exactly. what comes out of the yeah. hoofs that's in there right right, right. he loves it of why course. is it so yeah. tangy <laughs> Oh it's god, really, chicken it's horrible. Yeah. farms. They, it's a uh, so the oh, smell thing is really worth spending. You know, I think it goes chicken farm, pig farm, cow farm in terms yeah. of smell, worst to best. Like, but even on a cow, like a dairy farm, um, like my friend used to have one, still does, and they it is a pervasive smell that, like that, like you say, that smell that, that comes out of the uh, whether it comes out of the hooves or whatever. But yeah, it just does get in everything as well. Like, yeah. But the chicken yep. farms are the worst. When you drive past a chicken farm, uh, oh, you don't even need to drive past it. Oh, it can be in gosh. like a mile radius. 
yeah. and you'll smell it. It's disgusting. It's so gross. It's anyway, such a gross smell. Of the country. Um, I see. I don't think it is. I, I think that's. It's mainly the battery farms that smell that bad. Like, like I, I'd say that's not because cow pants and cow shit. Yeah, it's not it's just, nice, but it's tolerable. It's out. It's like, open in the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chicken, chicken shit is. Oh, something about it in high concentrations really makes me sad inside. And they're all just walking in it and stuff in their little cages. Yeah. yeah. Poor bastards. Well, there was a story in America that came out last week about um, them feeding plastic bits of plastic to pigs. They just oh, mix it in yeah, with their yeah. food. And so yeah, they've just been terrible, consuming plastic. And then, again, obviously, when they get slaughtered, they're then feeding that back to people. Yeah. And like, so we're, we're, just, we're concentrating you know, I don't know if waste. that's our food or whether it's just an American thing, but, I mean, uh, you know, who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's yeah, shocking, I, isn't I it? Thought I told you guys about Ch- this. Chomping so down uh, consuming plastic. You like, might have done. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, saw, saw, a, a I saw a video of it the other day. Yeah. Whether this guy's inside a waste processing plant and they're like, yeah, see all this shit. This gets turned into hog feed. And yeah. like, oh, look yeah. what's going into the hog feed, and it's all yeah. like plastic it's bags yeah, it and is, stuff. Yeah. It's rough. God damn. Um, because anyway. you can feed that to pigs. I hope yeah. that isn't the case in the UK, but you've got to at least expect it to be happening somewhere. Yeah. yeah Don't eat pigs, guys. Cut them out. Cut them out. Cut red meat out of your diet for only Dry. like once a week. Once a week. Well, yeah, um, just cut it down. It, huh? It, it's just, it's just it a great thing to do for you and for the animals and for the environment. Um, do it for the pigs. Do it for the piggies. Just have anyway, one. Go to a petting my farm. My bacon's ready. So got yeah. Bacon's I, ready. Or, also, um, bacon and any kind of processed pork or red meat is like classed as like a class one, class one carcinogen up there with like asbestos nit- and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really not great. Nitrogen or something or not, something. Yeah, nitrates nitro- is one nitrates, of them. Yeah, but yeah, it's preservatives, but not just that. What like, kind of meat? Yeah, uh, pretty much anything that's pork or beef or like specifically like charcuterie like preserved sausages and things like that are terrible for you like there's a lot of reasons not to um the why more, does it yeah. why do they taste so good though just because it is nice plastic. i it's suppose plastic. it's good plastic it's it's good doesn't plastic. taste nice um but yeah what we'll do we'll go to in the spring or whenever the new piggies are getting born we'll go up to that petting zoo that i went up to um the main we decide born to you can just go in the pen with all the little piglets and they'll like come over to you and if you start rubbing their belly they'll just roll over Flip and let you do it and it's just you know it's just like a man i should stop eating you guys why why is it worth it is it is what it? if i took one home and then slaughtered it later would you be happy with that i'd be more happy if you'd shot a wild boar of which there are thousands um no. i'll take like, one of the fresh he prefers the piggy yeah. meat <laughs> he wants a little but I'll Sorry, live with it yeah. first, let it let Murph um, introduce himself. They can hang out for a few years. And like then when he's big. And it's like, wow, this is actually uncontrollably big. Yeah. Um, Ross, he keeps salivating around uh, the pig. Why is... Yeah. <laughs> he's big now. And he's actually just too big for the, for the house. I really shouldn't yeah. have brought him in in the first place. No, I, wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't like the idea of slaughtering an animal at all. That you've grown with, like you've you raised yeah. them in yeah. your home, yeah. yeah. And then he's As like, a pet. the fact they even have the like, hoofs well. is disgusting enough. It literally it's like an abattoir where he just mm-hmm. munches them. But he loved them so much and it keeps him occupied that it's kind of worth it. But I'm just glad that there's you know it's not gone to complete waste. You know. Mm-hmm. True yeah, that. no. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a diverse diet. I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat meat. All what I'm saying is there are specific meat choices that are far better for you than other meat choices, and it doesn't. Well, they've take always a, said red meat can be, yeah, like you shouldn't have too much anyway because you know can fuck your arteries up. There's also yeah, I mean, there's many reasons. Like that's the thing. Yeah, personal health is one. Another reason is obviously environmental impact. Like there's there's lots of reasons. Like yeah, I don't know. I think that. It's, it, switching to less meat is a great idea for you, for you and for everybody else uh, if you can do it. Anyway, I don't know why yeah, I got into that. I, I, I don't feel particularly strongly about that, but it is, you know, it's not, it's not a particularly complicated thing to grasp. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Are there any more would you rather's there? Or, um, <clears throat> no. I mean, how did you have there? That was it. That was the. That's a lot. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, that's fine. I, there's billions out there, but I feel like that's enough. You know, I feel like we got space for some yeah. funny news. Yeah, definitely. There is. Um, there are some funny news stories. One which was sent to us in several forms. One uh, being on Reddit, and I think we were emailed it as well. Uh, was about a teacher who laced school children's cupcakes 
with uh, her husband's sperm, which is horrible. It's oh not a funny god. one. Oh god! Wait, hold on. Whoa! Look at that freeze. That was such a good one. Poggers. Um... <laughs> it's disgusting. But everyone's like, "Oh, Rebecca's all grown up." Remember Rebecca from what, the yeah. first yeah. Hat Chat uh, podcast? Yep. Um, it's horrible when it's real, one. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because obviously that was just a, a joke. That was a, a big, big joke. But this is um, this is real. I think she was charged. Let's see what um, it says. It says. A school oh, teacher in the US has admitted. Worse. Oh, does it really? She's yeah. admitted to lacing the cupcakes with her husband's sperm before feeding them to her pupils. I feel like we've heard this story before as well, though. Mm-hmm. At least another feeding of laced products was. Have we heard this before? I don't know. I don't um, know. I know I shouldn't be in charge of this segment. I apologize. Oh, um, I, I, I this was think... sent to us by by our fans, though. So, uh, like, you're you know. in charge of it, anything. The people that sent it in. That's it, so, exactly. That's on you. Uh, let me skim <laughs> over this for the worst bits. So, oh, she now faces more than four decades behind bars for a range of horrific crimes. Jesus. For a range okay. of crimes. She's a just range a straight of up psychopath. Yeah, she's so done horrible she's psycho. stuff. She's done really yeah. horrible stuff. I uh, didn't need to go okay. into the nitty gritty, but that no. was raised to us. If you really wanted to read up on it, feel free. It just gets really perverse well, I, I, yeah i that. think i saw the article before and i saw that one kid had died because they had a nut allergy <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake christ <laughs> oh. yeah there are other stories um <laughs> let's let's see uh, fucking hell nut allergy <laughs> Um, oh, what's this one? This one's fairly lightweight in comparison. London posties stagger around after accidentally eating a load of hash brownies. Sorry, um, who? <laughs> yeah, Royal Mail have launched an investigation into a video that showed postman staggering in the street after accidentally, it's obviously uh, in quotes there, uh, eating brownies laced with cannabis. The workers said to have mistaken the edibles in a Pablo Chocobar box, hmm. but innocent treats were... Filmed walking unsteadily and needing help on their rounds in Clapham, South London. How is that happening? So, so they're just wandering around. Someone's just following them with a camera. Look at the image oh, of this like, guy. What have you had, mate? What have you had? Oh, Where the hell are they getting <laughs> Pablo <laughs> Choco bars from? What? I'm just fucking baked. <laughs> just say a load um, of brown. What? Might, what of it? I thought it was just chocolate. I mean, that is dangerous. If you, you know, if a brownie's laying out, you just don't eat it. All right. I know that's tempting. Yeah, look, there's a brownie. Like I really these, the brownie. These, these I've just googled Pablo Choco bars, and I mean, they are, that that's a high quality edible. Like, where the fuck did they get that from? He ate four, four. Oh. Did he eat four of them? Jesus, oh my god, that's not a nice time. That's that's full oh. panic attack territory. Four edibles because like one now, edible. You is wouldn't usually... even be thinking about your job at that time. <laughs> <laughs> you would be just mongering out somewhere. You'd be desperately like... trying to hold on to reality. How can you stay <laughs> like like hold on to the floor when you've had four? <laughs> He's still trying to post stuff. <laughs> so they're complete newbie to weed, and they've had four Pablo Choco. Bo- I mean, also, have they broken into somebody's like delivery and eating I'm wondering it or some if that's shit? That. Maybe. There's, uh, which is, if anything, a higher crime. That's a bigger well, crime. Well, it certainly was. High crimes indeed, Ross. Certainly was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dank Bakery uh, UK. Um, I mean, it does. Is this supp- a legal product, so you can actually buy this in the UK? Uh, I didn't think you could buy. Uh, I mean, edibles. It surprises me every day what you can get in the UK weed market, Ross. Well, not every day. I mean, I've seen CBD adverts now. Yeah. Um, no, I mean like illegally, but like the stuff that makes ah, okay. it to our shores is is surprising. Oh, what's like, this in washed its, up um, here? Diversity. Like, oh, uh, well, I mean, especially shipment. when you see like when the Silk Road and stuff was in full operation, and I'm sure there's versions of the Silk Road still out there. Um, like stuff people were getting was blowing my mind. Like it was probably just after. Probably we were too busy starting up youtube shit to pay attention to it but i think if we were at uni for a couple more years that was when people in their 20s started buying good drugs off of the internet you know using the silk road like because like shit was just getting posted to people like it, there's a couple of really good documentaries Birthday about cards. it yeah like, they're, le- they're less likely to be opened yeah mm. and, and like, or like st- shiny flakes exactly is a really good example and there's a really good documentary about shiny flakes which was this guy um was he I can't remember quite where he was from. Is he German? 
Um, but he, it was like a 16 oh, year a old kid. Netflix fame. Yeah, yeah. That was operating a. He was, he was German. 16 um, year old kid that was operating this like multi million pound drug business from the bedroom that he shared wow. with his. Um, like in an apartment with his mum. His mum never knew what was going on. He never withdrew any of the money. He just used it um, as in crypto to buy and sell the drugs. So he was just like kind of building this drug empire but without cashing any of it out. So it was very hard to work out how he was doing it but how he was doing it is he was literally just using amazon drop boxes so he would would, um use a fake account or whatever um buy like some postage you just take it to a drop box put it in there anonymously then it just gets routed to another drop box where the end user picks it up um and (laughs) like and and he would post like you know huge rocks of drugs you know like like massive amounts of not massive amounts but like enough to put you in prison in the uk for 15 years um but like yeah it was it's surprising but it's interesting to hear this post he's done that and i kind of feel for them a bit i kind of don't you shouldn't i don't know how they acquired it i mean they clearly acquired it nefariously if they didn't know not to eat four whole edibles at once Mm. you know that that's that's somebody who likes chocolate not somebody who's looking to get blazed you know um so yeah, I'm I mean, <laughs> but there was a story. Curiosity um, killed the cat <laughs> recently about a guy who was bringing in like shit tons of heroin, and he and he did it through by putting it into his uh, fuel tank or reservoir or something like oh, through really? his back seat. And right. the only reason they investigate him because they could smell fuel because it was he didn't seal it properly. And right. so they pull out this fucking chain of like these blocks in this like ramp. Um, and yeah, that was his. Uh, he got he got fucked for that mm. a lot of damn a lot of shit i was i actually watched a um a really interesting like interview with a guy called um so it's it was called how cocaine traveling trafficking actually works and it was an interview with a guy called peter tritton or, or nice. posh pete as he was known nice. and um it's on the channel insider at, on youtube and it's really interesting it's like a 15 minute thing about he's talking about the stages of like cocaine production how cocaine gets to you um but this guy spent like 12 years in an ecuadorian ecuadorian prison and he literally has the same mannerisms and personality as sam you know like dead nut sam like oh, really? so he's really chill really like never um, expect him exactly to be... exactly very difficult yeah. to read and that's kind of what made him successful i think is he was very like um reserved and stuff but he said the best way they ever worked out of transporting cocaine was they were dissolving the cocaine into latex then lining the bottom of tents with said latex um and then on the other uh, and then they would give the tent to a person they'd paid like a tourist who was over in the south saying hey can you take this tent back for us we'll give you 10 grand it got back to the uk where they unload the tent and then they post the tent off to somebody and then they use a chemical process to extract the latex um from the the rubber base of these tents and that would leave them with about five kilograms of cocaine um which is worth like tens of thousands (laughs) in a tent and he said that they they could counter every single test or detection system that they had. So it wouldn't pick up on visual scans because yeah. it looks like it's a tent. Um, the latex would put wouldn't the dogs smell off. Like it, yeah, yeah the latex would put the dogs off. And then they used one final chemical they added to the mix that would stop this blotter test that they would use on surfaces to see if it was cocaine. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, we just did that. That was amazing. That's incredible, yeah. the, the lengths they go through. They I know they'll see, they store That's it inside like... things as well. Mm-hmm. Like inside tennis balls where you you know wouldn't expect anything to be in them. And yeah. Stuff. And like just a big box of them and it's just like well shit like yeah that's loads of tennis balls loads yeah of tennis balls the lengths people go to for money and drugs mm. <laughs> but the thing is right the most important bit on both ends is the lab is is the chemist you know like this is it mm. so you know like if you if the you chem- good yeah exactly he said because that's what the cartels control. They control, control the labs. And then there's farmers that do all the actual farming of the coca, um, the coca that's required, the leaves that's required to make the cocaine. It's farmers, and they get paid like 1% of the final value of the product, the people that actually grow it. Yeah. Um, Didn't Gordon Ramsay do a documentary where he was like watching him make it? I'm not um, sure it, was Gordon. it feels like, I think it was Gordon Ramsay. There's definitely some. I mean, it could have been Ross Kemp. Um, I it know could have the, been actually. Uh, it might have been Ross Kemp. Actually, I don't know why I'm yeah, conflating the J- two. But um, Jason Fox, as one well, of them went did over one, there. Uh, who's one of the guys from the SAS who dares wins. He did like a okay. um, with the drug lords or yeah. some shit. It was just like a really like weird process of like mm. pouring in certain fuels and then mixing it in a big barrel, and it's all looks very like dirty and yeah. it's horrible farm and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's pretty it's gross. Very, weird process involved yeah. but yeah 
and and he, this 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 same video goes on. He's saying like the things that are really um, valuable in in places like Peru and and Colombia um, are the reagents for washing washing the coca leaves to extract it, which is what you're talking about there. So they used to use something yeah. called ether, um, which was back when coke got huge in the 80s and 90s. Ether was like the way that they washed the 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 cocaine out of the leaf. Essentially, it's like a what do you want to call it? Um, uh, there's like a fixing solution. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a certain name for it to take to, to take things out of. Um, I don't know whether it breaks down the cellulose, a solvent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It breaks down the cellulose like the plant or some shit. I don't know. Um, but he said that they made that really difficult to get in South America. Like it's super controlled. He said they they have to use worse chemicals now in the tw- in 2000s onwards because the, the ones that made the really good cocaine have been outlawed so he's saying that they're actually worse coke is being made now because of the chemicals they're having to use the solvents having to use um so yeah i don't know, very interesting uh mm, that, was, interesting. that was a fun video yeah of course we have to stipulate this with uh we do not endorse illegal drug use. Uh, it's only no. interesting. Or smuggling. You, you will get fucked if you get caught smuggling drugs. Oh, my Christ. God. It's not worth it. Yeah. This guy is like, um, he's saying like, yeah, you'll end up in prison or you'll end up dead for smuggling cocaine. He's like, mm. that's just the way it'll eventually end. Um, but anyway, yeah. No, for, of course, like those crazy those things. Are, uh, um, yep. Well then, to end quite the uh, un- you you can't have dinner with this hat chat. I don't think. I don't no, think. So. No, there's no. some gross moments. The Rebecca uh, thing, and the, the toenail the, thing, and rotten the, eggs situation. So now, but mm. then you're saying that at the end, so it's too late. If you've already had your dinner, sorry. Well, if you've been putting it off, now you can get tucked in as we come to a close, yeah. and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you again Indeed. to our patrons for supporting us every week, and uh, hopefully the. The votes are worthwhile to you. I don't know. And the ad-free versions that Ross posts up there, that's always good. Yeah. And if you have a cool fingle, like Zag, hat-films.com, please send them in. Much appreciated. Indeed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, could do with some more. Thank you. Uh, all right. And we'll catch you all next week, hopefully back on a Friday again. Uh, regular time. This should be released normal time anyway on exactly, Saturday. Yeah. So. All right, then. We'll leave it there. Goodbye, everybody. Indeed. Bye, everyone.